I hit record because I'm doing uh, it. Yeah. Uh, I want to apologize up front I for cats. What? my my latest fidget object oh, on my it? desk. Um, my fidget object on my desk now is <laughs> so, uh, Lyra, uh, like my my buddy was like, hey, they make these really fun like Marvel toys, but they're not like the movies. It's like old comics characters, and. He was like, I, this one will get you. And he showed me Spider-Man 2099, which is like, I don't know if you guys remember what Spider-Man 2099 looked like. So like Batman like, Beyond? Yes. He was like the gothy designed oh, yeah, yeah, in 1992. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like black. And he's got red like skulls and he's got like a like shredded web cape. And I'm the, like, that, that era of the 90s when every comic book character was like, what if they split into 12 characters? Right. Like we killed right. Superman and now there's eight of them. And, and like, of course, being 10... And already feeling like like the molten throb of being a Cure fan bubbling <laughs> up inside of me, I was like, "Ooh!" So I got I got him, and now like, and then they were like, "Here's '90s Rogue." Like she looked on the cartoon, and I was like, "Okay, fine, you got me. These are things I'm going to enjoy with my child." Do either of you remember Spider Man and his amazing friends? Oh God, yes. Oh oh, watched it religiously. Right, like the most absurd fucking cartoon in the world. Shut up! Three, tw- three swinging white twenty-somethings on the Lower East Side have an apartment full of computer gear. So, so I found out that like last year, and no one wants this toy, so it's like five dollars. Nice. Yes, yeah, so you're made, getting it on the ground floor. Soon there's right. going to be a ground be a rush. Yeah. So they made Firestar from like spider-man and his amazing friends and i don't even know where it is now lyra absconded with the figure it's somewhere in the house but one of the things about these toys is they come with multiple heads <laughs> so i'm just now going I see where to this be is going I, i'm just going to be holding <laughs> firestar Head. And I've been in multiple meetings for the past week, just like. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Excellent. So I apologize. My, for my, my fidget with the toy head. is just a. It's a, like a cube with a bunch of like, <sighs> mechanical keyboard keys on it. Let's get some ASMR in here. Oh, great! Oh, I love that. Very, it sounds like you're playing Neo Geo Pocket. Yeah, it's very, it's very satisfying. Ooh, <laughs> hard to break out during meetings though. So I have uh, my husband for Christmas gave me this wonderful Animal Crossing wooden calendar. It's got it's got little cubes Ooh. for the dates, oh, and then it has those. little little wooden things for the for the uh, the months. And, uh, well, it's not great, because you, you actually can't display the third through the fifth because oh. of the way the cubes are. <laughs> that sounds like a design flaw. <laughs> I Yeah, they distributed the... Anyway, but, uh, yeah, I take the cubes, and I'm, like, sitting here in meetings and, like, cube, 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 cube. That's less disturbing. Like, that's, like, Probably. there's, like, a... Yeah, there's yeah. a cascade there yeah, yeah, of, like, yeah. playing with a head... And then playing with the equivalent of a child's wooden block, yes, right, and then just Mm -hmm. a block. Man, yes, I'm an adult. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, (laughs) trust me with your business. I want to talk about 
business. <laughs> Makes one solo to you while I clack away on my. They're like, oh, you know, yeah, just keep talking, Dave. It's, no, actually, it's great. Talk. It's great. It's just. I don't. I don't want to belabor this because yes, you do. I don't. I, I genuinely don't because I don't want Dave to have to listen to you and me talk about comic book shows, Susan. Okay. Have you watched Peacemaker yet? No, not yet. I don't know where the fuck this show came from, but it is like it is very different. But it is as good as the Harley Quinn cartoon. I was going to say, like, it's in that same zip code, isn't it? It's fun. Like, they've made... It is... Like, like, at first I was like, I don't think James Gunn did this. Because it's so, like, old trauma James Gunn. Got it. Like, it doesn't feel like Guardians of the Galaxy and the Suicide Squad. Did you watch the Suicide Squad? I did. Okay, I okay. I enjoyed it. But, like, the scale of that movie is still, like, very, let's make the big superhero movie. Here's here's $500 million, make a movie. Right. Like, now we're going to do, like, like, you know, like the opulent Harley Quinn destroys a a mansion sequence, and then it leads into, like, a Godzilla alien. Yeah. This, This feels like somebody was like, hey, make super again. Make, oh, like yeah. make make super again, but like with in continuity characters. Well, and here's John Cena. It, it, this this <laughs> kind of gets lost because of the man's physical stature. Right. Is hilarious. He's great. He's such a doofus. He's so good. He's so he's so unbelievable. <laughs> He, he, I mean, he, like, if you watch interviews with him, he's so smart. Yes. He is quick and he doesn't take himself seriously and he's very, very funny. So the fact that all of that is wrapped up in this slab of beef yeah. that can yeah. throw people out of wrestling rings is, is very, uh, it, he gets underestimated, I feel. Uh, yes. And this is like somebody finally found the perfect vehicle for him. Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. Like every time he's popped up in a comedy over the past ten years, like Trainwreck and Blockers, and like it's always like you guys have you guys have a Ferrari, mm-hmm, and you're mm-hmm. and you're making him drive to Costco. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> stop it. Yep. 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 Yeah. Well, I think I mean, he got I, because like the the Rock can do comedy, but it sure. has to be a very specific flavor of comedy he can't really go too far to either side of of this of of his lane totally and so i think when he was when john cena was first cast they're like okay we gotta treat him like the rock like no 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 Now, now, I'm just, like, now I'm just thinking of that of South of the Rock and Southland Tales. Southland Tales. Tales. And that's right. when you get Rock, the Rock, and the the other lane. Like, oh, I don't know about this. No, but Dave, that's the thing. Like Rock, like the Rock went on this trajectory where at the beginning it was like this guy's crazy talented. Let's see how weird we can get him. Mm. Yeah, because Southland Tales, fucking weird. That Get Shorty sequel that he was in, oh, crazy yeah. fucking weird. He was bizarre and hilarious in that which nothing else was because those movies are trash (laughs) but 
like over time it's just like all right put him in the snark winky wink comedy yep and that's it and that's all he does and john cena is like put him in the action movie and the the wink wink a uh, nudge nudge sex joke comedy and then let him get weirder and weirder and weirder until we end up here where like a comedy scene is him breaking into his own trailer that he hasn't lived in for four years, lying down in his bed, weeping uncontrollably. And then his like friend, who's a psychotic, murdering vigilante, shows up at the door. He's like, hey, man, are you crying? And he's like, no, no, I'm doing facial exercises to keep my face chiseled like this. What are you doing outside my window? And they yell at each other for five minutes. It's just so pure. <laughs> I, feel, I feel the same way about. Uh, I feel like Channing Tatum has had like a similar trajectory where it's like he's just just doing weird. Have you guys ever seen Comrade Detective? No. no. You, okay. What is that? It's a show on Amazon Prime. It came out a few years ago, and it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt and uh, Channing Tatum. Talk about the, somebody embracing weird, by the way. Right, yes. The, the yeah. premise is that they found this lost detective show that was made in, like, Soviet, like, Eastern Bloc Russia back in the 80s. <laughs> God, I'm on board already. And so yeah. they, what they do is, like, it's all, all of the actors, like, and it's all filmed in, like, uh, Eastern Europe, and it's, like, all Eastern European actors, but they dub over the voices with themselves to, like, they're like, we're bringing this to American audiences. So it's, like, what if all of the detectives are like quoting Karl Marx to each other? So, but it's all the tropes of like eighties American cop shows, but in like communist Russia. It's very that incredible. Very funny. That is that is very funny. So niche, and I'm here for it. <laughs> and it's like yeah, Channing Tatum is just this like like you know he did Magic Mike. He's this big beefy hunk of a guy, and he's like, what if we just yeah, did this weird like dark place show he's funny yeah. no Channing Tatum's I, that's why it's always distressing to me like he vanishes for a couple of years and I went to go when I went to see the the Spy, uh, Glenn Spiderman CPA movie in the theater <laughs> uh, he, like there's a trailer for like I hadn't seen Channing Tatum in anything forever and this trailer it is like a joke about the worst desperate attempt by hollywood to try and like like get walmart shoppers to go to a movie again it's like ah the 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 discharged with honor soldier with a heart of gold is called back to base because one of his old friends army dogs is being retired and he needs to return the dog to the funeral of and of his buddy and it's their cross-country journey where maybe the dog and the soldier can heal each other yeah, he's and really he's got to learn more from the dog than the dog learns from him is what you know really really, the, really they're gonna heal together and it's just fucking called dog the entire movie is just called dog it's like the spec script like untitled dog like <laughs> emotionally manipulative dog project at <laughs> Sony Pictures and they're just like fuck it we don't even need a title no dog. title dog they'll get it 
They'll get it. You know everybody's just going to call it the dog movie anyway. Hey, you want to go see the dog movie? Yeah, make my me grandma big... wants to see the dog movie. Make me that fucking TikTok filter where the dog is with you. Make it. Make it. And there's a flag behind wow. you. The fucking dog with it, you. We're... It disturbs me how on point that is. Right. <laughs> I, oh. <laughs> You know what? I think we've stumbled into another moment where Bill just has to take the last 10 minutes and make it the episode. Fuck it, Bill. All that, we're already started. This this was the show the whole time. The show is the, the show friends inside us all the time. <laughs> I also went to see uh, Glenn Spitterman. In the, oh, you saw Glenn Spitterman's CPA? I went to the drive-in, which I had never been to before. Oh, how, shit. How do you like it? I thought it was great. Yeah. I loved it's so it. much fun. It's a good time. I loved it. I loved it. Did they do the radio station for yep. your for your audio? There you go. Yeah, yep. that's that's how you do it now. Was so, it a, the, so? Was it a double feature? It was not. Okay. Well, it was uh, uh, apparently this this particular drive-in um, stopped doing double features for for some reason, which uh, I don't I don't know, uh, which is very controversial in the community. Um, <laughs> but it was uh, it was freezing cold. It was like twenty degrees outside, awesome. so there was hardly anybody awesome. there. Which was awesome, and uh, we we brought Della. She hung out in the back of the of the car while we watched the movie, and I shared my French fries with her. And she was like, "This is great. I really <laughs> love this. I don't know what's going on, but yay!" Willem Dafoe's a national treasure. <laughs> a national treasure. I think she just pulled a glass off the. <sighs> She's a puppy. Have I mentioned that this dog is a puppy, and she How- just big is she i like that's all the pictures of della i can't get a sense of scale well okay so she's well last we checked she was 50 pounds she might right. be bigger now oh, i'll post <laughs> one of the videos of her playing with chloe because okay. they're best friends and they play together and chloe is roughly the size of della's head <laughs> sure yeah all right yeah that, now now i'm getting it yeah I, she's a german shepherd so yeah, yeah. So she's gonna be ready for a ro- thrilling road trip with Channing Tatum. She is where she they is. learn about life, love, and America. She will actually be in the sequel because she is the breed that Navy SEALs jump like strap to their chests when they jump out of airplanes. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah. yeah. That, that yeah. Sounds you know, bad. You know, you know what the working title for the sequel is? Dog what? two. Dog, dog two colon dog. <laughs> too dog too furious fuck too you dog, sony pictures too, yes yes all right more let's, more dog let's hold up clap I, let's oh clap God. for our for our suffering producer she's up to something right now as a matter of fact and i don't know what it is oh okay she's writing the spec script for dog she's writing the spec dog. script yeah yeah all, all, right. Right. all right here we go it's three two one This is the problem, everybody. We just, <laughs> but you guys don't. You guys have never learned that this show is just us talking to each other like we normally would. All right, all right. Like it. <laughs> Roll it back. Shimmy, shimmy ya, shimmy yam, shimmy yay. 
Give me the mic so I can take it away. Off on a natural charge. Bon voyage. Yeah, from the home of the Dodgers. Brooklyn squad. Wu-Tang killer bees on a swarm. Rain on your college ass. Disco dorm. Dog, colon, dog. <laughs> Continue podcast. Continue Disco podcast, dog. episode 108, colon, dog. <laughs> uh, hi, everybody. On a heartwarming, heartwarming, heartwarming. No, heartwarming. heartwarming. Dog. heartwarming. A heartwarming story brought to you by Illumination Films. Oh, how many. Starting Chris how, Pratt as the dog. How, how many fucking movies. Can you show a trailer for where Kevin Hart is a cartoon animal making a fart joke? How you guys, you can't just make five of them and show the same trailer over and over again. You can't. My daughter was sitting in the theater for Glenn Spiderman CPA and was fucking so angry because <laughs> there were so many people in the theater for the first showing we tried to show up late to. That, like, we were like, to be safe, we'll go to the one with fewer people, but mm. then we'll have to sit through the 90 minutes of waterboarding that is <laughs> going to the movies now. <laughs> I'm getting wow. a chunk of my coffee, dude. <laughs> the, the trailer... I the tra like trailers. What is wrong with you? Not anymore. It's not, not just when the it's trailers. Just like, it's the, it's the pre-show. It's, oh, it's the Yeah, it's yeah. the whole thing. Oh. So come on down to fucking downtown Toyota. Get your... Thank you, you for bring, sitting through the Fuddruckers pre-show. We it. told you about new deals from Boost Mobile, Asshole Popcorn, and The Gap. <laughs> Now, sit in your seat for an unending assault on your senses, as Kevin Hart is a small dog, a lizard, and a fox, all of whom make pee jokes. Enjoy in hell. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. How you doing, my brother? You okay over there? Hi, I'm Tiffany Haddish, and welcome to the 35-hour movie pre-show i'm doing this so that i can retire comfortably and you have to suffer in the dark with your 25 dollar popcorn peon like sorry jesus <laughs> the my yeah i find i find the process of going to the theater very undignified now i want I... like only this drive-in for me from here on out Welcome to Continue Podcast. I'm Anthony Agnello having a mental break on air. <laughs> Live on the air. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Susan and Dave know where the line where my humorous riffing turns into genuine vitriol as I stare into the abyss. And uh, they, they're going to bring me back from the brink and we're all going to go there together. Uh, Susan Art is here who hosts this show too. Come along. On this fantastic voyage. <laughs> slide, slide, cool ride. It That's will why uh, <laughs> crash into a metaphorical iceberg at any moment, and uh, we'll have to decide who gets to stay on the door and who freezes to death. An actual sentence I wrote last night was, uh, everyone always says it's darkest before the dawn, but then you have to contend with the fact that you don't know how dark it can get. <laughs> 
Jesus, bro. <laughs> I want to give you a hug. It's just... Like nobody, nobody specifies the the level of darkness. Like, is it is it the darkness? Like the it's then the none monster more black. Reli- the, just chill. <laughs> it's can the monsters that Vin Diesel fights on Alien Desert Planet come out? Is that like there you the go. moment? Is that when it's darkest? That's yeah. That's the I, I just read about that movie recently. As a matter of fact, for uh, oh, really? for here's the thing. Here's what people don't <laughs> don't understand about the lists you see. On, on the internet, because you'll go to a to a reputable website like space.com, which I mm-hmm. write for, and uh, you'll see the best space movies of all time, and you'll be like, who put this list together? I did. This asshole. <laughs> so you know what? It's all my favorite space movies, and then I included The Martian because I felt like I needed some kind of credibility in there. Yeah, but Pitch Black is on that list. Is is Silent Running? No. 2001? <laughs> uh-uh. Nope. Don't care. Uh, Solaris? Forget it. Oh my god. (laughs) Pitch Black Black was, I think, the first movie I ever saw in the theater stoned by myself. Uh, That was the first semester, uh, like my first full semester at college. Okay. So it's like early 2000. I'm back in in college and uh, I go... <clears throat> and I'm like, this will be a fun way to spend a Friday night since I don't have any good friends yet. No. No. But luckily this didn't become like emotionally harrowing. It just became really funny. <laughs> and there's a scene like right after the monsters attack and the the people are trying to move between shelters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, why can we see them? <laughs> In the th- I was like, why is it so stylishly lit? <laughs> and I mean, was, you're not wrong. Yeah. The, cu- the, the couple next to me were just like, come on, man. <laughs> and I didn't talk for the rest of the time. <laughs> that, that's, that's, Buddy, that's this good. is a, this is an AMC. I was just, I, sir, I just, sir, this is a, this is an AMC. I just wanted to know why the movie was so quick to negate its central. No, because it didn't come out ten years later when everything would just be too dark all the time in a movie. Anyway, uh, that's yes, true. that's accurate. That's one hundred. That's okay. 100% also, accurate. I'm going to answer your question because, as always, I know too much about the oh, subject shit. matter. <laughs> so, uh, when they, they obviously this was a low budget film. Mm-hmm. And they had scheduled the time to shoot it. Uh, normally, normally, because keep in mind the premise is that this place has three suns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're shooting it in a blazing sunshine, except it was raining constantly. <laughs> and they're like, we can't oh. wait around for these guys to clear. What are we going to do? This place has three suns. Uh, yeah, so that's why it's tinted that really cool color is to that's, cover the, up the fact that it's raining its ass off. That's so funny. Yeah, I, I respect it even more now. Um, no, because like day for night is so hard to do. Yeah, like, do mm-hmm. it to do mm-hmm. well uh, to the point where just don't do it. Yeah, don't yeah. do day for night. But they did it, and like I don't know because I think it helps that it's like weird ass alien planet. You <clears throat> well, know? for yes. sure, for yeah. sure, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing I've ever seen do it. 100% successfully is 30 Days of Night. 
30 Days of Night yeah, like, yeah. does it really, really well. Uh, I would love to know if that movie holds up. I haven't yes, seen it in like... It I does. did. Right, yeah, we, we watched good. it for Long Like a Beasties, and it's... I think you'll appreciate it even more now. It's an amazing movie. It's like, amazing, and it's really smart yes. about the way it sets up its premise. The ending is fnip, but, yeah, but everything leading up to that is is amazing. It, it goes in that category of horror movies where I can say, like, say what you will about enjoying it at a plot level, but you can't deny that it's just beautiful. Oh, God, like, it's amazing. It one of the most stunningly shot movies yep. I've ever seen. Um. And, you know, when I saw it in the theater, there were three trailers. <laughs> anyway, Dave. No, Dave Roberts. Yeah, Dave Roberts. Roberts. <laughs> you gotta, I was, we got dangerously close to another Andy Rooney. <laughs> well, I, like, I, I don't want to start another rant fest, but, like, when you hopped on, Anthony, and you started yelling about the cost of Gargoyle's Quest on Game Boy. Yeah, everything has gotten ridiculous. I mean, because of guys like you. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, no, no. It, so, okay, okay. Partially yeah, because of guys like us, but it's also right. the, the whole like Wada craze yeah. where everyone's grading their video games. What? Yeah, it's, yeah. The, co- the company that <sighs> is like responsible for send us your sealed game. We'll give it a nine point eight. So now you can sell it for five hundred thousand dollars. Oh, yes. this is a, oh. And, and, and the other thing, Susan, is that tech bros. Tech bros have taken over speculation. Yeah, uh, we, we, like, we, the entire economy is based on sports betting now. Like yep. just what? top to yeah. bottom. Like <laughs> with yeah. crypto, with like like gaming, like retro games are speculative market now. Yeah, it's all just sports betting now yeah, forever. Short until stocks, until the like, heat death of the universe. Yeah. Uh I'm, okay, so that's a note to introduce everybody to the central premise. Of today's uh, oh, episode, yeah, it is. Oh. Uh, it's a good, good transition. Nice. And co- g- credit to Susan Arndt for for revealing this overarching theme for us today, which is we're in what what feels like a very classical video game world. January, uh, in the ye olden times, nothing came out in January. Uh, although in the past decade, that has not been the case. We got big stuff all the time. But this year, nothing. The the uh, well is dry when it comes to pandemic era video game developments. And well, don't well, just give it a couple weeks until Elden Ring comes out and, and then the then internet's going to just be in suffering. <sighs> I am no, looking no, no. forward to throwing my phone into the ocean. Pokemon first. <laughs> don't worry. Pokemon first. I can, like just the 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 whinging that will come about both Pokemon Pokemon, uh, whatever oh, it's God. called, Ar- Arceus. Ar- I don't yeah. even know how to pronounce yeah. it. But game that looks like shit. Ring. Shut up! No, it doesn't. They should make a Pokemon game for grown-ups. Pokemon's for kids. Games are too hard. Games are too easy. Games should have excessive. Uh, stop having the same conversations. <laughs> so that's why. <laughs> that's why all three of us have been delighting in the warm, luscious glow. Uh, of nostalgia um and so susan kick us off uh what what drew you to the subject of healthy nostalgia okay so it was you actually you were you you observed the other day that it was that uh twitch plays pokemon was eight years ago 
This uh, many. By, yeah, which so by the many. way was also uh, when you and I were at Joystick. So I know. I naturally, know. warm fuzzies <clears throat> began as I considered that. But I was thinking about it. And I'm like, okay. Uh, I, I, I cannot doubt that my, when I think about that kind of time in gaming and specifically Twitch plays Pokemon, that my feelings about it are colored by who I was and where I was and the people that were around me at the time. It has to be, even mm. though that isn't immediately clear to me. Like I don't think of, I didn't think of joystick when I thought of Twitch plays Pokemon, even though that's where I was at the time. But I do think of that phenomenon very, very positively. It makes mm-hmm. me smile just thinking about it. And what I was trying to wrap my head around was, <clears throat> and this is a little, uh, forgive me if I don't get this out quite right, because it's kind of a, a, a weird concept, is the fact that I, I don't feel like there's been an event like that a spontaneously developed community, mm. hey, we all like this thing and let's do something fun together, playtime yeah. kind of vibe. I don't feel like I've seen one of those in a long time, and I don't know if that's because I'm different or because there hasn't been an innovative technology that someone has stumbled upon, mm. uh, or if it's because the audience is different. Or, or, or what? Or if it's all of those things. And I'm just, am I getting more bitter? Is the audience getting more bitter? Or is it neither of those? And is it, is it just that these things happen serendipitously and it just hasn't happened yet? I do, I do have uh, a theory. Mm. I'm not going to say that it's the correct one, but I feel like that moment. 2014 especially was sort of a a wave cresting um online like online gaming had matured so much and the tools had gone over this decade from the launch of Xbox Live mm. in 2003 <clears throat> to you know the launch of PlayStation 4 and Xbox One in the fall of 2013. And PlayStation the, Home, which I think yeah. we can agree was the pinnacle <laughs> oh, I, of online spaces. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Second Life. What? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we could plan all yeah, You want to talk about the metaverse. Let's talk about PlayStation <laughs> Home for a minute. You can go bowling. <laughs> we, we $10 pl- <laughs> for a couch. That's when I stopped <laughs> indulging in PlayStation Home. Anyway, go on. You can plan all your what? Um, God, what was it? Warhawk. You can plan no. all your Warhawk battles. Warhawk. <laughs> and now your friends that go jump into a game of Mag. There you go. Oh. You guys can preview times. Had this time. Had <laughs> it's time. Like pain. Um, you guys don't know how relevant this vein of thought is for our, <laughs> our surprise topic. Oh, um, but you know, there, there was that crest to the release of these consoles that replaced the familiarity of the select button, which was at that point just vestigial. Like, there was no need to have a select button on a controller and replacing it with a share button. Like... Do you you believe... Sorry. The... the (laughs) Life after life after life I can feel the Sorry. Sorry. Susan, come on. It took me most of a decade to just stop walking into rooms doing that. <laughs> um, it's all sorry, coming anyway. back. So, oh, damn it. Uh, 
to the point in 2014 where something like Twitch Plays Pokemon can emerge. And mm. at the beginning of 2014, yeah, we were three years deep into uh, the founding of the Facebook newsfeed. We Web were starting to see the, the economic impact that social media was having on our profession, yeah. but we weren't really appreciating the societal impact at that point. So I wouldn't call it appreciate. Right, right. We 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 could we could recognize it and bemoan. Uh, but like Twitch plays Pokemon was this this gasp of here is the the amazing shared joy that can be brought to the world through this kind of connectivity and technology yeah. and, and shared interest. And eight months later, Gamergate started. Yeah. Eight months. And that eight months feels so unbelievably vast that it's, it's hard to consider them even the same era. And I, I think that Gamergate you know, I'm not going to say like Gamergate is, you know, the cause of the rot that we've experienced, like, as a, a, a like in all of Western society. I mean, it's the definitely a symptom years. of larger yes. structural problems for sure. Yeah. It's, it's the symptom of, and it's the, like, if Twitch plays Pokemon is the wave cresting, Gamergate is the impact of the wave. It's the, it's when everything crashes. Yeah, and, and you know, I I think that we've. I don't think it's necessarily that there haven't been things that are wonderful and positive. You know, the the joy that things like awesome games done quick yeah, brings to the which world. Is, but that's on that purpose. Yeah, but that's on that's, purpose. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's not. It's not just. It's not just something that emerges and is enjoyed. You know, we're recording this on January fifteenth of twenty twenty two. And it's only taken 12 days for this, you know, sort of joy and fun of Wordle to turn into endless bickering with strangers. Wait, what? People are bickering about Wordle? Well, <laughs> oh, it's yeah. just you have the, nat the natural social media, like, again, like talking about waves, the, like the, the crest and then the crash, where you have this thing pop up that everyone, <clears throat> everyone gets into. Everyone's like really enjoy it. like oh, a couple handful of people go like oh this is really cool and they post about it and then everyone else yeah, is like, what yeah. is this what is this world thing and then they do it and then it hits the critical mass and then you get the people going like oh you I'm mute wordle because it's dumb and people like it like I don't know like I, is it a little annoying to see it all the time maybe like but who cares also who I don't cares? know like it's just like it, it the. It's predictable at this point. Like you, you can set your watch to both yeah. the the uh, the people who like a thing, it getting too big, and then suddenly everyone hates it, mm -hmm. or enough people mm -hmm. hate it that it it becomes another front in the endless culture war that we find ourselves living in, like a Metal Gear Solid game. Like it's it it really just is that, and it's that with everything. And yeah. that's, once you put it like that, that is a, a cycle I recognize that's been happening with things my entire life, mm -hmm. but now it's it's just been accelerated by social media so that it all gets to everyone faster. Yeah. 
And I, I do wonder, and this is, I, I really recognize this is just me coming through things with my own lens. If, if part of it is being fueled by this selfishness that has developed through on-demand content, like mm-hmm. I only want to see what I want to see when I want to see it. And if this is coming up in front of my face and I haven't asked for it, it, it must be destroyed. I, I do, I think that's, again, like, I think it's just enhanced, like, mm. because I, I, like, what you're saying, Susan, I think is very true, that, you know, that, that these are natural human cycles that have always been there, that, you know, like, uh, something becomes popular, there's a backlash, you know, just the, the, the we are, we are contradictory animals, <laughs> and I think that uh, the... The, uh, you know, that moment of I only want what I want all the time, ergo I'm right, is just, it's uh, it's no different than scratching a bug bite, you know? Like, mm. like th- that irritation is inherent to the human condition, but you're constantly rewarded for scratching it now, and so yeah. it becomes bigger right, and itchier right. and more inflamed. The numbers go up. And it, the it, makes the, it makes the dopamine hit. Yeah, and, and it and, feels good. And there are there they, it, like for bad actors, there's a they have a vested interest in making sure you keep scratching. But for everybody else who's just a decent human being, the only way to survive and uh, you know in our current economy is to participate. Yeah, well, that, <laughs> and that's choice. the thing. Like you, like. Because every every interaction feeds into itself, so even like being the bad actor gets you engagement. Commenting on the bad actor gets you engagement. The only thing to do is to not engage, but you can't not engage because you have to exist. Like online, as it like you know, I I barely tweet anymore, and I just watch my followers just plummet yeah. constantly. Yeah. And it's like, well, I. And it's like, well, I don't want to engage, but also like engaging is the point. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I do wonder um, uh, to the point about like having everything immediate. Uh, if we're going to start seeing a backlash, because I know I've seen like people like Gita Jackson talk about like, oh, you know, like I like uh, been interested in cable lately and just putting on a channel and having it on in the background yeah like i know susan you do that too a lot yeah i wonder if that there's gonna be this like urge to go back to that because i know like i don't specifically do that because we don't have cable but what i'll do is like there's a twitch channel that just plays mst3k episodes all the time and amazing and it's like i don't really care what's on I just want something on that I don't have to like, I don't want to make the decision to choose what I want to watch. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. This is how you end up watching law and order marathons. It's like, I just need something to keep the voices out of my head. (laughs) I don't want to have to pay that much attention. Thank you. St. Lenny Briscoe. There you are. (laughs) Boom. Yes. Susan, that's the big secret. There's always, there's always a, a my brain lurking in the background, waiting to start ranting. If you yeah. don't, <laughs> it's, it's always, always there. Oh, um, pun stars! Thank you for rescuing yes. me. Yes, and like, but but like, it's not just like the comfort of like 
the opiate I, one of the my mom still jokes about this is she, like when friends the show friends went into syndication yep in 1997 they, they were like oh you know after the news at 6 p.m there's like a hour block of friends before an hour block of star star trek the next generation on like our fox affiliate and she came in like the living room and i was like turning on friends and i just went ah and she goes what what are you doing and i was like i'm going into the opium den please <laughs> clean my pipe attendant <laughs> And so, like, we still refer to trash TV as the opium den. Yeah, but you're it's not, not just you're not that. far it's, off. Yeah, like the, it's the the um, like spontaneous discovery of things that were not planned. You know, like oh, yeah. and this and that that bleeds into the the joy of things like Twitch plays Pokemon mm -hmm. happening. You know, if, if you're not constantly trying to feed yourself the special treat that you know you like, <laughs> give me you my treats. Give me my treats from software. Give me my treats. I need them. I need my bonfires from software. Wow. Pokemon Company, why isn't it pretty? I'm 47 years old and I've given you all the money for Pokemon. I should be able to have it my way. Oh um, my god. Sorry. <laughs> Anthony's punchy today. I like it. Um, okay, the role of Susan will be played by Anthony today. <laughs> I think I think I'm the angry one on this show. I think I've described this to you guys before. In Homestar Runner, did you guys ever see the ones in Homestar Runner? where there's something called cheat commandos oh and it's yeah like, it's like the cheat but as like, gi, like GI Joe Joe's. Joe's. oh yeah 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 with the ba little bandana yeah and they're like version the of cobra commander he just only says one thing and he just goes i hate you so much <laughs> and that's every time i think of a gamer on the internet. yeah <laughs> I yeah. just anyway, I, but like again to, to return to come back from the ocean of anger. I <laughs> there there is the opportunity by taking away your choice for your life to be broadened, for you to do things that might uncomfortable encounter things that you weren't expecting, and that can go from the micro scale of just turning on cable TV and seeing something halfway through that's like the 80th episode and you might get whisked away by a connection to a human experience and that goes all the way up to the macro scale of looking at your own fucking life and realizing that there's a whole world out there that is special and magical and if you just open yourself up beyond mm -hmm. a machine that's trying to constantly keep you eating the special treat then you'll feel better and i it's i i wasn't like just wallowing in darkness last night when i was writing the sentence uh they say it's darkest before the dawn but you never know how dark it can get because in thinking about this show and thinking about nostalgia i am thinking about the cyclical nature of our lives and human society and i do believe that there is a dawn 
Like we're dealing like with like personally, like with existential threats. Like the fact that we buy a video game console and have to think like, fuck, this thing is made with minerals that are running out and contributing to climate well, change. Yeah, not, but like, like, not just that's like, why I gotta get mine before they run out, dude. You gotta get it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get Minerals that are both environmentally impacting the planet as well as like fueling conflict in other parts of the world. And yeah. But all that said, I do believe that like, I do believe culturally that, that for the human soul, there will be a dawn. There is a moment when we will slowly but surely and i i do think a huge part of it is going to be experiencing the shared trauma of a pandemic yeah. mm. that will get past well, the, there's a there's a quote that uh by a philosopher antonio gramsci that i heard a while ago and it's kind of like mistranslated and butchered but i still like the quote that i heard but it's uh the old world is dying the new world is struggling to be born now is the time of monsters Yes. It's just the idea that we're living in a moment of history where things are changing and change is scary. Yeah. Yeah. But there will be a new world after this and, you know, we just have to get through it together. Yeah. Just stockpile your silver spray paint yeah. and just start practicing witness me. Lyra's Lyra's gonna be a fucking like killer road warrior. I'm gonna get her like a Vespa, like they have on Book of <laughs> there Boba you Fett. Go. She'll be uh, ready for water raids. Okay, but how cute are those goddamn things? I hated I... that so much. It was okay. Too that chasey sucked. It was bad. But I personally <laughs> want one of those little scooters because they were tight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're red. But like, if they were in big trouble in little China, like, what are you doing on what's supposed to be the poorest planet in yeah. Star Wars? How Fucking... exactly do they keep them that shiny on a planet made of sand? I don't wait, know. Like... Wait, are there literal Vespas in Star Wars? Uh, Dave, they... No, well... no. But... <laughs> yes. Uh, well, but yes. The, 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 like they don't have the Vespa logo on them. No, 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 God! I was gonna say like no, that would be no, like no. a weird sort of like cross branding thing. It's like the one thing that Star Wars can avoid by being a long time ago yeah, in the galaxy far, Star far away. You're not gonna see Coca Cola show up. It's yeah. Star Wars. I've never in my life seen, and I'm including Ewoks in this statement, <laughs> a moment of such craven marketing and focus group shit going into Star Wars than the biker gang of like you can feel the disney executive like swooping down like the fucking voice of sauron outside the gates of mordor and being like hi everybody dave filoni john favreau love what you've been doing with mando and baby yoda but how are we gonna get that gen z engagement how are we gonna get those hot tiktok kids watching the book of boba fett Let's make it happen. Can I get four ethnically diverse and gender fluid kids to come in in really sexy clothes? And uh, make sure that their stuff is bright. The Gen Z kids don't like muted colors, okay? And then they fucking swoop off on bat wings into the sky. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to ask you to, to reel that in just a touch because you're not far off the mark. I... <laughs> it's more like, hey, love what you're doing here. It's fantastic. Listen, we need to start working on an animated 
spinoff of oh. all this. Oh. So can you, I don't know, mix in some new characters? Maybe they work for Boba Fett. Maybe they're just in town. I don't know. I'll leave the details up to you. But I need them to be younger and in bright colors because, you know, in the animation, we don't want things to be beige and the action figures won't look good that way. At least one of them has to be a girl. Oh, one more thing. Their body parts have to be replaceable so we can sell more merch that way. Okay? All right. You have a good day now. Bye-bye. <laughs> Scrawl! <laughs> <laughs> Rangers colors. They are. They actually are. Yeah. Yeah. One of them is like like modern Joan Jet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they they have and they legitimately they have replaced some of their body parts with droid parts. So like one of them has a, a like a like a, a Inspector Gadget foot and and one of them has a Borg eye and and I'm telling you oh. it's got spin-off written all over it. It's so grim. It's the it's the grimmest. It's uh, like it's stalking Harry Potter in his third year at Hogwarts. It's so grim. I hate it. <laughs> wow, wow, you went there. I did it. I that's wow. right. Wow, it's because uh, you know, um, I just I just love J.K. Rowling. I just love her. Everyone does. Guys. Yeah, she's, everyone does. She and she's doing such a good job. <laughs> She's just nailing today. it. Yeah. Just to, you know, I like to see a citizen who achieves profound, impossible wealth and then uses it <laughs> responsibly. That's I just, the thing that I love, it's like you make that kind of money, you could just fuck off. Yep. You just can, don't you talk. Can, just, just don't talk off. Just don't. Yeah. Just dis- yeah. That's what I would do. If I had J.K. Rowling money, I would be a ghost. I would erase myself from history. No one would know. I'd just be in a okay, cave. You would, just, you would J.D. Salinger yourself into a weird manner in New England and just yes. draw yeah. all the curtains. That would be Not it. me, man. I would Willy Wonka that shit. I would create my <laughs> own theme park, and I would just walk around. Hey, kids! What's up? How you doing? Yeah, you having a good day? Awesome. Do, 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 do. Oh, hey, yeah, that's the field of puppies that we have. Go ahead, walk around the field. Yeah, do, 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 do. That'd be me. I just... But it's all dogs with, yep. like, you know the dog costume where it's like a person's body on the four legs and they're wearing Oompa Loompa costumes? Just... <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, wow, we went, we went interesting places. We're um, interesting people. We're interesting people. I have, before we get to uh, Dave Roberts's Analog Pocket Wild Ride, which was a wild nice, ride. Nice, nice. Um, before we get to it, I did want to uh, introduce one nostalgia curveball, and I've been saving it as a surprise for both of you. Oh, Jesus. Because guess what happens this month, guys? This know. month, we're actually between the two launch days, but it's 10 years our special baby is turning 10 years old. It's the 10th anniversary of the PlayStation Vita. Which means life. Vita, <laughs> you can never kill it. You can, it's truly undying. Okay, 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 okay. Without, like, gut reaction, what is the first thing you think of when you think PlayStation Vita? I, I automatically think games that people should be playing and talking about and don't know exist like that is like my immediate thought 
Yep. Because it's it's everything Drinkbox put out. It's severed. It's Tales oh, from Space severed. Mutant Blobs so Attack. Good. It's Gravity Rush. It's fucking Murasaki Baby. It's just this tide of weird, amazing things that everybody's like, dude, sucks, yo. Can't believe Sony blew it. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Nothing to play on it. And I, I then have. Then you have bad taste. Yeah. <laughs> right. You, bad, you just have bad taste. I opened. Yeah, Dave, what, what's yours? What's I yours? I mean, my, my immediate gut reaction was I hate the rear touchpad. <laughs> It's a poor, poor decision. It was cool, cool. Oh god! Like but that to, is not how. You, yeah, mine to, is. I, I remember sorry. sitting in a uh, Sony press conference, E3, and they were talking about uh, Uncharted, the Uncharted Vita yeah. game, which had some really awesome ideas in it. But you had to use that rear touchpad to like climb. Ugh. And I'm like, this is maybe the worst design decision that was forced on a team ever. Ever, yeah. Almost, almost as bad as Lair. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking yeah. about Lair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like and that first year, that first year of Vita had really interesting games that were just just doinked because of that <laughs> like a toddler just <laughs> yeah bonk. like a boink like yes oh. but i uh, the um it's like the last good assassin's creed game ever made assassin's creed liberation oh yeah where you play that i can't was remember all right who, yeah uh where you played as it's In so Nolans. funny two two years before <laughs> Ubisoft was like, the assassins can't be women. It's too hard yeah. to animate. They'd already made Yeah, one. they'd already done it. They, they, uh, they forgot about their own video game. They forgot uh, about their own Vita game, which was the 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 arc of all Vita games. Yeah. yeah. But the there were puzzle games that were not skippable in Assassin's Creed Liberation. And you had to use the rear touchpad uh. to get through them, and they were unplayable. Like, because it was just not sensitive. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, you you remove the rear touchpad, put an extra L and R button on mm-hmm. the on the trigger. Boom, perfect console. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. you have a switch, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but I, I mean, mean, a switch ten years ago. Yeah, yeah dude. With yeah. that screen. Mm-hmm. And like, I I I loaded up. Because I was so excited to talk uh, for an opportunity to talk about Ye Old Vita with you guys. The launch lineup was unbelievable. Hot Shots Golf. Oh, wow, yeah. <clears throat> Mod Nation Racers, which is an yeah. unbelievably underrated kart racer. That's true. A Super Stardust sequel. Yep. Uncharted Golden Abyss, which may which is well good. Be, it's it yeah, it's young Indiana Jones Adventures Uncharted, but it's still yeah. well, good. It, 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 yeah. if you if you want a game that like looks like a triple A game on a handheld and go like, oh look how pretty this is, it, like yeah. it, you it could do it. a lot worse. The last new wipeout ever made, wipeout twenty forty two. Yeah. A killer blaze blue port, Dynasty Warriors that was actually like really good oh, Dynasty yeah. Warriors. A Luminez remake. <gasps> yes. A P- Rayman Origins port. Yep. An original uh Katamari game. At Virtua Tennis 4 and Ultimate versus Capcom 3. And wow. Tales for and uh Mutant Blobs Attack. Like that is That's really good. That's like Dreamcast level good launch lineup. 
Well, it's a portable Dreamcast. I mean, let's yes. uh, in 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 virtually every way, it's yeah. a portable Dreamcast, and that's why that's exactly why it went the way it did because so ahead of its time. Yeah, it definitely skewed towards a very particular kind of player. <laughs> Dreamcast lovers, perverts, yes, and really <laughs> weird indie fans. Right, there you and, go. They're all on this podcast, everybody. That's yep. true, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're listening to it, you're one of them. You're one of them. <laughs> Tag yourself. Yeah. Uh, and, and it was supported like the like like it was supported like the Dreamcast too, in the sense that like it wasn't until like a year or two in that you realized like Sony already had one foot out the door. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. With with the whole thing, where they're just like. Nah, well, We'll support it, quote yeah. unquote. But you know, really, you're just getting Dang and Rompa, which, like, hey, yeah, Dang and Rompa's you're great. Just getting Dang and Rompa, but 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 that's not that's not that's not going to reach like Nintendo DS levels. You're not gonna you're not gonna hit that critical mass. It is At least, like like you're not gonna hit that critical mass. But when. I mean, it wasn't even a full year ago that Sony tried to, like, like they toyed with shutting it all down. Yeah. And the fact that indie developers came out and be like, don't, I still make my money there, <laughs> is crazy. Like, it's yeah. unbelievable that there yeah, are I have a game coming out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. And you're shutting this game, this store down. That, 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 the Vita is that strong all these years later. Like, that's, that's, cool like that's that speaks to how powerful that audience of dreamcast lovers perverts and indie fans can really be yeah um if you are listening to this and you are are one of us i would recommend if you haven't in a long time fire up your vita make sure everything's uh if there if yeah. you don't want to mod it if you don't want to hack it open which is, you can do that, and that's a perfectly valid way to enjoy Vita it, at this point. Also, if, if you do that, you yeah. buy a little $6 adapter from mm -hmm. Amazon called SD2 Vita. You pop in a micro SD card, oh. and it is, uh, like, you want a 128 gigabyte SD or a memory card for your Vita, good luck spending $150. Yeah. You want 512 gigabytes on, on a micro SD card, 50 bucks, yeah. pop it in there. There you go. And You're like I, I think that was definitely a big reason why that that console huge, never went anywhere. Huge reason. It's a huge reason the memory solution. Like uh, the 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 hubris of saying here is a wildly expensive very small proprietary yeah. memory card for a, a, a device that you were propositioning as it's so weird to think about the window in which it came out because that beginning of 2012 period we did not have the smartphone culture we do now yeah yeah like it was still building the ipod was still a valid product <laughs> because the the iphone 4 the iphone 4 in 2010 was really like the catalyst for yes broad smartphone adoption and two years deep, the idea that Sony was like, well, not everybody wants the cost of a phone. They're wildly expensive. So something that could feasibly be an MP3 player 
a and know, a chat and a chat and message a chat, and a chat yeah. device yeah. like it wasn't insane what was insane was that like it was the opposite of the switch because it was so restrictively expensive and well, i do think like their their idea with going proprietary memory was also in response to them getting hugely burned with the psp being i know and blown, piracy like the piracy just blowing that system wide open so yeah <clears throat> Like almost immediately after that system came out, people were like, uh, and it's hacked. I can run whatever I want <laughs> oh, on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and like they, they tried to get ahead of it constantly, but there was really no, like once that box is open, it's really hard to close it. And their, their solution with the Vita was, you can't put a, you can't put a normal memory card in here. Uh, yeah. You can still hack it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's funny too, to, to look at, Nintendo's success with the Switch because they haven't had even a, a fraction of the piracy issues that Sony had in that era or that they had with the DS before it. You know, oh, like yeah. it's it, it, they've. I was, I was about to ask, do you think, do you wonder if that has anything to do with it being Nintendo? And no, because no, the no. DS was yeah, pirated eight ways till Sunday. Yeah. I, and like, there, I, I, I don't know if you guys remember this but like it sticks out in my memory because it was so infamous speaking of things that were 10 years ago but at the beginning it, like it was um the end of 2011 uh satoru awada went to like you remember when they used to have like the second smaller gdc affiliated thing i can't remember what it was called um i do not yeah anyway um he was giving a, a a very unusual for Nintendo keynote address where it was where he came out in front of a bunch of developers and was basically like apologizing for the failure of the 3DS launch and was explaining their commitment to not bringing their 3DS games to mobile and not supporting mobile games on the 3DS not like because they were like he was very sort of candid in explaining like they don't understand how to price their games anymore oh. because they're like you know why are we charging $40 for this Mario this new Mario game that's going to keep selling for 12 20 years and then only charging $5 for this classic Mario game which is really old but that we've been selling and that people want still for 25 years we don't know what the solution is but we made this machine so that we could try and keep like the inherent value of our things that we make, mm. but also stop piracy and stop this wave of things like the PSP and the DS sort of uh, just being taken over. And it's like the Vita, yeah, the, the Vita did its did what it could. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> It didn't work. Uh, Dave, what was the last thing you ever got on your Vita? What was your, like, last, your, like, the end of your Vita purchases? Oh, fuck, dude. It, it's been so long. I don't know. I yeah. honestly don't know. Like, it it may have been Danganronpa 3. Dadgum, Dadgum Grandpa. Dadgum Grandpa 3. <laughs> Susan, what was your last Vita purchase? The last Vita game you ever got? Gosh, probably Dad Come Grandpa. Yeah, yeah. probably. I, that Dra Dragon Roomba 3 uh, is a very pricey uh, as a Vita cartridge. 
because that came out so late. It was like 2017 or 18, I guess. Oh. And it's it's pretty uh it's it carries a hefty price tag these days i i i don't have to wonder about mine because last year when they were like we're gonna shut down the store i was like i gotta get all the weird ps1 games attached to my playstation account yeah, before they, they're gone they, they, like you can't oh, get Mega yeah. Man legends one or two or trombone on the store anymore it's nope. it's weird yeah but, yeah that, yeah. that I, I like i was able to re-download those but i went and i got uh suikoden one Nice. I got Tactics Ogre. Nice. Uh, I got like a couple of other like weird PS1 things, but then, and I didn't even know this existed, but in uh, when that horrible Star Wars Battlefront game EA made came out a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. uh, EA, it's horrible. You're horrible Absolutely for making awful. it. You're bad people. <laughs> but one of the pre-order bonuses was they ported Super Star Wars to PS4. Oh, yeah. And Wait, did I anyone had... play that on stream? No, that was an original Super Star Wars. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> uh, I had no idea they ported it, and not only did they port it, it was dual-released on PS4 and Vita, and they cleaned it up like it it doesn't it's got trophies run. too it's got trophies it doesn't oh, have wow. they they took out like all the slowdown and glitches from the original game so it's almost like the definitive version it's almost it. playable it's very playable <laughs> <laughs> it's very playable so that's that's it that's like the end of uh, uh end of the vita life right there but 10 years 10 years of of vita pleasures um and I'm not talking about Senren Kagura because I, I oh, I'm, I'm skate right past it. Stop it! <laughs> I am uh, on a list. Um, Dave, yes, you got to the promised land. I finally it finally arrived. You've been to the mountaintop. Yeah, that's uh, good. So tell us, tell us the tale of two pockets of two oh analogs. Okay, so first up, the analog pocket. If what you want it for is Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, it's good. It does those things well. There's some issues, which I can get uh-huh. into. I, I wrote notes, um, but it's good. I hate the company. I think they're bad, <laughs> and they should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> Um, I mean, like, okay. not even just with like my personal experience, which is not good. Um, so, what happened was, la- okay, last year they made that announcement where they're like, "Hey, analog's coming out 2021." We got COVIDed hard. Uh, we're taking pre-orders on such and such day. Pre-orders open lasted about eight minutes. Nobody could pay because their payment processor was just overloaded. And then they shut down pre-orders like almost immediately. Uh, I was not able to get a pre-order. Uh, listener of the show, Ryan, a uh, friend in the Discord, uh, was able to get two somehow. I think a lot of people had um, success if they used like Apple Pay because it would just like mm. bypass the normal payment thing. Mm. Um, so he was able to get two. And he's like, yeah, like I, I was going to get two, decide which color I wanted. But if you want one, I'd be happy to have it transferred to you. So I paid him the money. He had them transfer the address to me. Uh, this was done last year in the summer, like after the orders were taken. It was like, okay, we're good to go. 
Um, and the system was delayed multiple times due to um, uh, what they said were supply chain issues. I believe that had something to do with it because it's hard to build hardware when you don't have you it's hard to build the software that the hardware uses if you don't have working hardware available to build to but also i do think it was delayed multiple times because it just it wasn't ready like yeah it's 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 very (laughs) it's very clear that this thing came in hot yeah um but then so embargo dropped on like the 11th and then they started shipping them out on the 12th i have my my, my, my manifest, which was attached to the box, it says release December 12th on it. Uh, it did not get released December 12th. Uh, it, it took them a month to even answer a support email. I sent multiple emails. They did not answer a single one uh, for, for a month. Uh, Ryan sent emails and finally he got a, finally got an answer. They shipped it out. I got it. I replied to the email saying, hey, I uh, just want to let you know that I received this. You can close this ticket or whatever. They responded to that email um, last week. So that has been my experience. But yeah, so they, they shipped them out. Uh, they also took pre-orders for additional orders for this year and 2023. Um, so 2023? If you yeah. order now, you're not getting one until 2023. <clears throat> Jeez. Uh yeah. And, okay, question. When did yeah. they take your money? Up front last year. They took yeah, they took their money mm. immediately. Yeah. So you're you're basically giving them an interest free loan until it ships. Mm, don't like that. Yeah. Mm-mm. Don't like that. And the the problem is like it wouldn't feel so bad. Uh because again, like I'm I wasn't the only person having problems with support. Like mine was just they wouldn't ship it. People were having issues with like defective cart pen. You know, the the typical like experience of a product launch and some of them are just defective and like hey i need a return contacting support not hearing anything for weeks because they're overloaded like this is the problem with analog is that they have startup envy they really want to be apple and their uh social media presence is uh aloof to the point of being non-responsive and uh, their their marketing is just very like like you know like very big fonts like very cold and it's, clinical. It's and, prophetic. It's it's yeah. like we've come to tell you the special secrets of our vision for elegance and retro glory. And it's so they're the anti playdate basically. They're the yes. anti playdate. Yes, and that that that's my point is because the playdate same issue. You know they t- they have to take your money up front just because it's easier to deal with than like charging later. Um, like Valve can get away with it because they have a s- whole system built in to accept right. like, pre-orders and all this stuff. Uh, whereas yeah, play play day takes your money up front, but they're also like, look, you know, we'll keep you informed. Where they're they respond to people on social media who have questions, even the like weird people. <laughs> on social like I've gone through their Twitter feed uh just to check on like if they've posted any status updates and you can see the replies and stuff and like some of the people are man weird weirdos at like, like, on Twitter. Weird how just, just, gonna, like, you can't what? just why can't you ship to this X country? Even though they've straight up said like you know oh, yeah. like like th- these are the countries we can ship to this is the situation like sorry we're working on it well i really wanted to buy a pocket but since you won't ship to to whatever i can't get one it's like, well, dude I, yes that is a correct analysis th- of that situation i i, I, I did i i think we like 
something I've realized in the past year is like not there are so many people that are not suffering from a mental illness or some kind of trauma. They're not also like marginalized people in any way. Some people are just fucking weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like some I mean, people are just I feel weirdos. like everyone is just everyone is weirdos. Uh, everyone is a weirdo. Everyone is weirdo. Some own... are just better at hiding it than yeah. others. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but but uh, when when moments like anything video game product related <laughs> is at play, just it the, the, it demonstrates for you that's the case. Mm. Uh, Polymega, the other I, part of this conversation, and they've is, had issues too. They've had in issues the past. too. But so uh, a good friend of ours recently reached out to Susan and I and some other people about. Uh, how to address a community when there are mm-hmm. prickly people in as part of that community. And Susan had really, really good advice. And I, I, I sort of elaborated on that advice too, that when you're dealing with toxic elements in a community, it's sort of foolish to spend time trying to reply to every single bad actor. Yep. Because every single bad actor and everybody, everybody who's just like venting and complaining, you're only going to make it worse. It goes back to that like bud, bug bite analogy. You know, if you if you scratch it too much, it's just going to inflame it and make it itchier. And the best thing to do is to keep a line of communication open when you can respond in some way with concrete information. And yep. while Polymega hasn't been perfect, there was a long period of time where they were too silent for too long without providing updates. But on the whole, they have been as directly communicative as they have been able to be. And like with Analog uh, and Playdate, I had to pay for my Polymega up front with them. But the other day I asked on social media, hey, when do you expect somebody who ordered when I did to receive theirs? And they said, within 24 hours publicly, they went, well, we, we, we believe by summer, uh, we hope earlier, but that's all we know right now. And then a fucking weirdo yeah. chain replied <laughs> to me and them and said to me, hey, bro, do you work for Polymaker? And I'm like, <laughs> you can say that I don't. <laughs> I also love the, the people who just like, like they wandered out of a cave, right? Just go, hey, so if I order one of these today, like, what is this going to shit? Like, will I get it before Christmas? It's like, oh, buddy, dude. Uh, oh, oh, no. Uh, but, mm. No, no, no. What, you do realize, like, what is happening in the world, right? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, there's, I don't know. Like, yeah, like, it, it, there is a fine balance to strike because there, you know, there are people who just have it out for analog because they don't like their attitude. There are people who will defend analog like anything you know like the mm. the the weird playstation or xbox people will just like defend anything and everyone else who criticizes them even mildly is must be destroyed uh but like i don't know like i added them like hey i've been trying to get in touch with you can you get back to me nothing like it's just it like just i don't know if they 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 want to be big, but they don't. I don't think they have the infrastructure to support no. it now, and it's frustrating. the The other frustrating thing too is like there have been 
uh, allegations that they purposefully uh, hold as low a stock as possible to increase demand. Uh, and okay, they say that about Nintendo as well. I know. Yeah, which and I mean, I, I feel like uh, well, I feel like Nintendo does with some things just because their history is a toy maker. Uh, true, true. I'm just not sure but, there's a need for that anymore to yeah. artificially no, do that because yeah. it's kind of happening naturally. It's, yeah. it's just it's it has always the argument with Nintendo has always been preposterous. It is preposterous if there is demand. And an opportunity to increase revenue by meeting that demand. Yeah, the company is going to do it. I just, yeah. I, I just think Nintendo is a conservative company, and they're like, we don't Agreed. know, we don't know, yes. like the NES Classic, like they don't, they didn't know it was going to blow up the way it did. They're honest about that too. Every single president of Nintendo, going back to Yamauchi has been like, yeah, we just didn't want to make too many and then be sitting on a pile. That goes back to the cartridge shortages when the NES got popular in the freaking 80s in America. Mm-hmm. It's not... No company is sitting there being like, oh, baby, we're going to get them. We're going to make them want it so bad and we're only going to make 10. It's... I, 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 this do- is, I mean, th- it just goes to... Look, okay. I suggest that every person interested in this kind of stuff start watching Shark Tank. (laughs) I'm not kidding. (laughs) I'm not kidding. Because you will passively learn a a lot about, like, inventory. You do not want uh, too much of your resources tied up in inventory that's sitting on a shelf. Because that is money you can't do anything with. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you have to rent out that warehouse space. That and costs money. Rent. Yeah. Yep. And if um, until somebody bought, like, okay, if it costs you ten bucks to make a cartridge, and you double that when someone buys it, great. If someone buys it, if it doesn't, you are out ten bucks. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You might you might get a dollar back if you once you like write it off, but. And if you're making anything, and especially with hardware, you're already making more then you think you're going to need mm-hmm. because you need to cover redundancy. Yeah. There are going to be hardware and... failures. You need to have a backup. Yeah. Yep. No, nobody is trying... <laughs> I mean... Like 10, 10 to 20% is is above... Yeah. Your expectation is what you're making because stuff breaks, stuff goes missing, stuff... Whatever. For, but, nobody yeah. nobody um, masks false scarcity marketing, guys. Uh, no one yeah. like I, I like anybody listening to this who, who's like you guys don't act, like know what you're talking about yes because when people want you to know that something is in limited supply and limited edition they're gonna they tell you t- they will tell you repeatedly yeah. um disney will... it's going back in the disney vault. vault yeah better get vault. it now I I will say though that they do have some like I don't necessarily buy the idea of limited scarcity, but I do wonder about some of their other stuff because like so on their store page, it's like if you try to order anything uh, pocket related, not just the system. Like if you're like I need a screen protector for this thing that I I bought. Oh, they have one. Also, by the way, it's seventeen dollars. You only get one screen protector. Yeah. Yeah, is they're the, analog the shipping baby. still 20 also the, for everything? Also, the shipping is literally $20 no matter what you buy. You fuckers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Where well, it's like, 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 like some some of the things they do, you're like, man, are, there are better there are better ways to do this. Uh, but no, so, but like, yeah, screen protect, like, I, like, 
You want to buy one of those? 20, 23. You need a USB charger for your system? You want an extra one specifically for your pocket? That's like pocket, whatever pocket branded? Like you can use whatever, but 2023. You want to buy one of those mini cables that they made for the Nano Loop? Uh, from, directly from analog? 2023. You want a Game Gear card adapter? 2023. Like literally everything on that page now says coming Oof. 2023. Oof. I don't buy for a minute that like USB cables are hard to get. No. Uh, so I just, I, again, I think it goes back to the idea that they are, we are a, they are a small company. This is literally all that they can handle right now. It mm-hmm. was a clusterfuck just getting this initial shipment out the door to people. And then t- while also taking other orders, I just don't think that they, they have the bandwidth to do more right yeah. now that said yeah man okay so i i mean <laughs> and th- this is the conflict because i think they make great stuff like they're you know they are there are issues their their marketing says new emulation like come on dude like it's it's not software emulation but it's a clone console you're just using fpga fpga is inherently based on how you're able to program that thing to replicate the other thing which means they're inherently going to be bugs which means you are not using Original hardware, like you were introducing flaws into things. Like you can say it's not emulation all you want. Come on, you're not fooling anyone. That said, like using original hardware, I think they probably hardware, have to do that legally, though, right? I I don't know. Like I've taken a look at their store page, and they straight up say like no emulation. Yeah, on their and store page. there are oh, so prior prior to analog getting into the market, um, there was a company. I don't know if they still make shit called Hyperkin. Oh no, they're still around. They they're still, still make, around. They still make trash garbage for. They make for trash garbage people. and like. Trash, okay. in, in fairness to Hyperkin, they were the first to market for trash garbage outside of like Asia. Uh, because yeah. in the mid aughts, they were like, "Hey, people are going gangbusters importing these like clone consoles of the Super Nintendo and Genesis and everything. Why don't we do that for the West?" And thus began their their train of making really, really, really shitty clone like, consoles. And the worst part, the Retron Five or whatever exactly. it is. Exactly. Yeah. Like you it's, got, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's good, no, but it's, it's good. Be, well, it's good for for like being an emulation device that reads original cartridges. But it's good because they are. I don't know if they fixed this, but they when they not. launched it, yes. they were using unlicensed open source emulation software. So they, they were just stole, straight up, They stole they, emulators, em, emulation software from developers and then never credited them or shared profits or ooh. even acknowledged publicly that they'd done it. So you could go into the BIOS of the system, ooh. see the NES emulator that they just fucking stole. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, it's right there. And they'd be like, no, it's not. Like that's the that's the nice thing with like at least Polymega. This is, this is like, vanilla ice defending yeah. ice ice baby. Yeah, no, no it's it's, totally it's, it's not the totally same. Um, which is why when they made their standalone Game Boy uh, set top box, uh, the Game Boy Advance emulation is trash garbage because I think they couldn't get away with it again and had to make their own and it's bad. Uh, and like to Polymega's credit, they have officially licensed all of the emulators that they use and like actually worked with the emulation like teams to improve the software, which, you know, credit to them. Uh, but so anyway, I'm going to show you. So I've been, you know, I've been modding a lot of Game Boys and stuff. 
this is what, um, and this is good radio, obviously. This but is this good is radio. This, so Rich Game Boy Advance content. can play, of course, Game Boy Advance games, but it can also play Game Boy and Game Boy Color games. Yes. Um, this is what it looks like on the screen. So this is a Game Boy Color game. Oh, okay, yeah. It's just like, it's fine, but it's like, it's small because the Game Boy Advance screen is wider. The Game right. Boy Color screen just kind of, it's a square that fits in it. You can do widescreen, but if you do that, you're a monster because it stretches the image. This is what the pocket looks like. It's going to wake up. It's mm. just, yeah, it's it's so Ooh. much, like it fills up the screen so much more like even the the mods that i've done for the original game boy and game boy color the screen is nowhere near this good like if there's one thing that analog did right it's the screen uh because they also use the the resolution of the screen and just how like how many pixels there are to accurately simulate the like pixel grids of the original lcd screen so if you put on their like pixel grid mode for game boy color it looks like the Game Boy Color did, except it's brighter and looks nicer. Wow. Um, yeah. It's like the, fir- the first time I've used filters on one of these things, because it's the first time it's been worth a damn, really. Yeah. I love the the Game Boy Light uh, <clears throat> emulator for the original Game Boy games, where it has that like indiglo blue look. Uh, it's, it's really neat. cool. Um, Game Boy Advance games on this thing are less impressive because because this screen is square and the Game Boy Advance games are wider, like you're not really getting a size increase like you would on a modded Game Boy Advance. But the pocket does do frame blending, which the yeah. modded ones don't. So one of the things that a lot of like early Game Boy games did, because this this is the stuff that I love about old tech, where it's like, we use the limitations inherent in the hardware to solve problems. Uh, the LCD screens that they used in old Game Boys kind of sucked. Just the pixel response time wasn't good. So they used that to flicker pixels on and off to simulate transparency effects. So like if we wanted to make a shadow, we would just flicker a shadow on and off uh, with alternating pixels, and it looks like a transparent shadow. It's really cool. Problem when you try to replicate it on a new IPS screen is that... Uh, it just looks like a flickering uh, image. And because mm. these screens have built-in image retention, those uh, those flicker spots will stay. Oh, they'll burn during, in. They'll, well, they, yeah. they don't burn in. They will go away over time as like the, the pixel memory like fades. Mm. But like you will see like the F0 for the Game Boy Advance is really bad because there's a flickering map on the bottom left of the screen. So then when you go to like the, the race over screen, you see it, it's still there. The screen's black, but there's still this after image of a map there. Mm-hmm. You turn on frame blending on this, it doesn't happen. It just yeah. looks like it, it looks like it normally would. Uh, really cool. Cause I think they're using the same screen that they use for like the, the Vive or not is it the, or the, the valve index. Like they're using, like VR panels for this because of the high refresh rate, variable refresh rate. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, well, gosh, those have to be hard. They have to be scarce right now, especially with, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but again, it's not like, it's not a hundred percent perfect right now. Like everything that I've been doing uh, so far has been good. As long as I clean the carts, (sighs) clean your carts, dude. And it's sensitive. Like, they need to be cleaner than they were coming new out of the box. Yeah, like, uh, 
I use yeah. games on uh, regular hardware work perfectly. Yep. You load them up on the pocket, error messages, so you take them out and cl- I bought a copy of Final Fantasy VI Advance, and like the day I got it was the day I got my pocket, so I tested the pocket and I tried to save, and it's like corrupt save. I was like, what? Right. Yep. What? Yep. So I took it out, put it on my original Game Boy because I was like, maybe this is a pocket issue. Save worked fine. Like it, yep. it did save. Like it wasn't corrupt. I saved the game, so I took it out. I cleaned it really good with some isopropyl alcohol and a Q-tip, and then popped it back in the pocket. Now it works fine. Yeah. So I, I'm I th- not like I'm not upset about this because it's not like I needed to revisit my Metroid Fusion save from 2004. But I put my my Metroid Fusion cart in that thing. Wouldn't fire it up. Had to clean it a couple of times. Then it wiped my fucking save files. Yeah, I went and checked it in my old like oh SP. Oh my god, they were they were gone. <laughs> yeah. Worked fine, and it was it, like the reason it uh, wiped them is a known bug with the sleep mode because like you can put it to sleep like you do any anything now you know. Uh, and uh, yeah, for, they're like, yeah, we know it does that sometimes. <laughs> And we sold it, yeah. And from what I hear, the dock is even like more like alpha. Does the dock is the dock I don't have out? That. Is yeah, it the dock out? is out? Like basically everything that I've I've read and seen about it was like the pocket, like it has issues, but for the most part, it works like you want it to. The dock is uh, missing things that are important. So. Uh, there's, but again, like there are supposedly updates coming and it, like a lot of these issues would be mitigated if they would allow you to use ROMs and they straight up say like all of these devices get jailbreaks, but this one hasn't yet. And yeah. I have a feeling it's because it's just not ready. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. <clears throat> it's cool, but it's also, I don't know, like. I'm saying this as someone who has one and people really want it and are going to listen to me and go like, of course you would say that because you have one and you don't need to wait for it. But like, this is going to be my main Game Boy going forward just because I really like the screen and having one device that plays all of the games well and looks Mm. good is good. But also I think if you want a project, you want to mod a Game Boy, like the mod a Game Boy Advance will do you just fine until the pocket comes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It is... I think it is portentous for what it's going to be like when the playdate comes out. And I think the playdate guys, like everybody there seems to be their, their heart is in the right place. It's a really interesting device. I think people should be ready for it to not work quite like they want it to at, mm. at the front. And because, and like the analog pocket launch really demonstrates this, these little indie companies they don't have a lot of money for QA. And okay, I I hear you. Yeah. But the reason we're not we don't already have them is because they trashed an entire yes. their stock because it didn't work right. Because it didn't work right, which is a great sign. Yeah. But I'm like, going to counter I'm going to counter that. The PS5 was a trash dumpster when it launched <laughs> too. That's true. I just think that that's just the was way thi- Oh yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, a lot of hardware failures. Like, oh, not, yeah. not, like, oh yeah. that's right, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, I plugged in my Bluetooth headset, and now the system doesn't turn on right anymore. Yep. Like, yep. like, just like we and like like oh the the resume feature just doesn't work the way that it's supposed to, and like 
why is the download like if I want to download a PS4 version or a PS5 version? Why is that bad? It's just bad. Like I, I just feel like that's just the way things are right now. Yeah, because the, everyone's like they're on timetables. They have to release this yeah. stuff. Stuff isn't ready, but because they can update it, it's like well, look, the the first adopters are going to be the beta testers. The, they always yeah. are. Yeah. So. And when it comes to when it comes to Playdate, I I have no doubt that the unit itself will be in really nice shape. But when you're working with so many different, like, you know, self-funded development partners for your, your games, they just don't, like, they don't have a fucking, the treehouse there. No, that's true. Bill Trinan's not going to sit there and be like, nope, send it back. Like, <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> Unless he is. Is Bill Trinan the secret? Bill Trinan is <laughs> secretly. Mo- moonlighting is the yeah. play date tester guy oh god what's he's, the, he's the opposite of disney harpy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Squirrel>. uh, <laughs> um, what's the name of the developer behind oberdin and papers please lucas pope lucas pope I, bill trinan is secretly lucas pope it's just a pseudonym um not really. Oh, I, I also forgot to mention my my Game Boy EverDrive doesn't work. So like a cart that a cart that literally works on normal hardware doesn't work on it. No, I get an SD card read error, and apparently wow. it, it's 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 some models of the Game Boy like EverDrive, the original like uh, this one or the, this size Game Boy card. Um, there's just like model variants in like the parts that they use that like in a normal Game Boy it can handle, but the pocket just doesn't handle those variants as well. So like all any edit any way to fix that is on the analog firmware side. The Game Boy Advance EverDrive didn't work until Crix, the guy who makes them, put was able he was actually able to edit that one. Uh, the uh, update that one so that works now but yeah like that's the thing like they want to say you play all your games 100 it's just like the real thing it's 100 no emulation when like like games just like golden sun the lost age like the the password input menu screen if you want to carry your game over from the first to the second one uh if you fuck up the password the first time uh the the letters don't work anymore (laughs) Like if you try to overwrite what? the password, yeah, the like it, you the you try to put it up. There's a video. There's video of it uh, of the bug. It's it's reproducible. I, so, dude, yeah. this thing. So when I when I fired up Metroid Fusion, like first game I put into it, um, so I didn't have uh, an SD card to update the firmware when oh, I turned dude, on my my yeah, pocket the first time. You have to. You got to do that. Uh, and so. One of Dave, you were talking about like, oh, like Game Boy Advance, just like it isn't the noticeable improvement that the Game Boy games are. Like it still but looks great, but yeah, it still it's looks not. great. But one of the cool things it does is that there is like an an audio. Uh, oh yeah, like it'll so make the, the music. Yeah, the audio nice. doesn't sound like garbage right. anymore. <laughs> and so I hadn't updated the firmware. Finally, got Metroid Fusion running, and started it. And I hadn't turned on boost boosted audio, and it, the sounds coming out of my fucking analog pocket was like. <laughs> I thought it was broken. I thought the whole thing was broken. And again, that also might be 
Your cart's not clean. Right. And then I turned on the boosted audio and it was fine. It just sounded great. So it's fine. Yeah. It's, uh, I believe if you order one now and you get it in 2023, your version of the pocket experience will be far superior. Mm. So, like, it sucks to not have it now. Like, I get it. Like, I've been playing Oracle of Seasons on this thing for the last two days. It's been great. Like, the D-pad's fine. The buttons are fine. Um, but there's enough, there are enough issues that will be worked out over time that I think you, you, you will have a much better time right out of the box. Uh, one last, one last thing before we, we blame people for this show, because <laughs> there's a lot of blame to go around. Susan, I only just noticed you talking about this, like in, in the Slack and on Twitter. Why are you hunting for Dirt Xboxing? Oh, well, okay. Yeah. What, so... what, what changed there? No, nothing, nothing, nothing changed. Nothing. I have always said, well, once Bethesda went under Dirt Xbox, and I'm like, well, obviously, at some point, I am going to have to yeah, get sure. an they, Xbox. They, they so got you, basically. Yeah, and I'm like, God damn it. Uh, my problem is, because I got my husband an S series sure. for Christmas. No, his birthday. Whatever, it's the same thing. Uh, and so, but I want an X because I still have all my 360 games. Oh wait, you got it? You, you no, no, you didn't get your direct. No, I did okay. not get it because finding I, I will not pl- pay the ridiculous bundle nine hundred. Fuck you. Fuck no, you. I'm not yeah. doing it. I will pay standard list price for an X. Happy to wait to be able to do that. Sure. Because I want to, and and right now we're uh, we're playing Minecraft together and you can play cross-platform he's on his xbox and i'm on my switch and it's wonderful um but i want it for eventually for all the bethesda thing and i, I just want to play lightning returns man i just yeah. <laughs> want to pop the disc in yeah. and play it and that's and like dead space and stuff like that lost yeah. planet yeah 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 i I am, it feels like there's like a ticking clock over me because I have resisted. I want to play Xbox or Halo. I like that I just revert to, I want to play Xbox when I, what I mean is I want to play Halo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Which is like, it's a very, that's a very 2002 sentence. Yeah. Um, But I want to play Halo Infinite so bad, but I, I don't play halo campaigns unless my my really good friend uh and i can play the campaign together like right. we've just been doing it for two decades and we're i am not and like the fact that you can't do it yet is yeah i understand you had to get a product out the door so like once they're like it'll be spring and i like i'm like i better have 500 dollars by spring mm-hmm. Shit. Uh, I mean, that's the other thing $500. I don't know if y'all know, but a squirrel destroyed my car. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. He was in there, alive. <laughs> uh, fortunately, I only have to pay $100 of, uh, to get it. Oh, that's of great. The, of the 4K to get it fixed. That's all. I like that the insurance company was just like, yeah, we got we get. It's just impressive. We're not even mad. <laughs> yeah, we're not. Even, it's like, dang. like I just like okay. So it's State Farm. So if you've seen those commercials of like the the crazy things that happen, like yeah, we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two, and it'll be like you know the moose 
parachuting in from you know whatever. I'm expecting to see my experience yes. on one of those commercials <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, Jonah Jameson is gonna open up the hood of a car and yep. All right. I love that that's just what I call him. I don't even know his real name. He's just... so, so speaking of J. Jonah Jameson. Wait, is that and, yeah. or is that no? He's he does the farmers insurance, right? He know, does. Anyway. He does one of the insurance. He does companies. one of them. Yeah. He does. He does uh, State Farm. Yeah. It's J- it's J K. J K Simmons. That's J.K. Simmons. Yeah. It's uh, another. It's very similar to J Jonah Jameson. Oh, maybe, oh no, that is that is Farmers. You're right. State Farm is. Is the guy who's in the, in the, the pants? New, I think State, State, State Farm. No, State Farm is just like a random like. Here's a nice person who's always there to help you. Like I don't think they yes. have like a, yeah. a, a Jake. A, Jake from State Farm, who's also in uh, NBA right. 2K this year, inexplicably oh, uh, the saddest video I've ever seen on the internet. <laughs> so, um, spe- <laughs> after seeing uh, Glenn Spiderman's CPA, yep. and. Why, like Lyra enjoyed it so much, she wanted to see the Spider-Man who's mommy and daddy's age. <laughs> so we watched the oh, old. Oh no! Yeah, we watched the old Tobey Maguire. Oh! Movies. I oh. want to see the Spider-Man that's mommy and daddy's age. Oh! And so we we were enjoying all of the like the embodiments of J. Jonah Jameson that are performed by J.K. Simmons, but then. I was talking to the same buddy that I, I play Halo games with. We were talking about all of the multi-universal J. Jonah Jamesons we want to see. And the one I came up with is J. Jenna Jameson. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you just have to picture it. It's the same haircut and the same like Hitler mustache. But then it's like, and then it's you her- realize there are people listening who don't know who Jenna Jameson is. Well, I'm very old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very, very old. <laughs> don't they have the internet? They'll figure it out. They'll get the mental image. Oh God! Don't Google that. Don't 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 Google that. Don't, 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 Google that. Don't Google that until I make a Photoshop depicting who J. Jenna Jameson is. Oh my god. Demanding pictures of Spiker. Please get us <laughs> while, out of this. While J.K. Simmons' character from Whiplash is also there. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yelling at Miles Teller about... Drum! All right, <laughs> Dave, Dave, who's responsible? You know, someone who used to work, work, work for me compared me to that character, and they meant it badly... I took it as a compliment. Oh, yeah. I would take that as a huge compliment. J.K. Simmons, I hadn't watched the Sam Raimi movies in, like, over a decade. And Mm. they're much better than I remember them being. Like... Oh, the second uh, one's great. The second one's great. Even the first one is better than I remember. It's too long. But, like... Oh, God. He's so fucking funny in that first movie. Because, like, at one point, he's like, Spider-Man's a hero. Like, you can't print that. It's, it's, that's uh, slander. And he's like, no, no, slander is verbal. Print is libel. (laughs) (laughs) He's also got scruples, though. Like, there's that scene where he's like, yeah, tell me who your source is, and he won't give them up. Yeah, he's he's a good journalist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That is very... Trashy, but he's got, he's got... His head. The kind of guy that would write about Pitch Black for Space.com is what I'm saying. There you go. <laughs> Dave, who, what war criminals did this? <laughs> uh, the following people should be tried at the Hague for uh, <laughs> inflicting this on humanity. Uh, Patreon.com slash continue podcast. Uh, for our special shout out backers, shout outs to 
John Belf, Toast, Doom Cow, Adam Gauntlet, Michael Coffey, The Fancy Manatee, Stormshot, Double Taco, Matthew Peters, Denton Brock, Gluttony, Gluttony One of Seven, Frank Sands, Tyler Nilsson, Shane Nilsson, Yaddle, Ryan Brady, Jacob Christos, Chris Cook, Skip Dippity, Ryan Mance, Canonical, Tom Coveney, and Nick Rugen. And Adam Condra, kind of. Yes. And Adam Condra, uh, in spirit. Happy. In spirit. In spirit. Uh, congratulations, brother. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much, everybody. Um, your your donate your donations have definitely uh, gone to uh, my viewing of Glenn Spiderman CPA and uh, other other wonderful things. Not a copy of Gargoyles Quest because God damn. So who it's a good it's a good game i don't know if it's like 45 dollars good no and it you it was like three dollars a year ago and now Ooh. we're in an insane era um if you have a dollar and you want to join our patreon to make sure that we can talk about this madness you can do so at patreon.com slash continue podcast but honestly more important than that is share the show with your friends and your family and bring more people into our disturbing little uh, one world us, one of us google gobble scraw <laughs> <laughs> where you can share in jokes like disney harpy and nintendo caterpillar and domestic samus german rayman and german uh, rayman. I still love we need german an rayman. action figure line we need to start making them uh <laughs> it's just it's just rayman with like a crew cut right like yeah just, it's yeah it's just it's just and rayman. It's a mock turtleneck sweater yeah he's got like he's got like a ribbed black turtleneck uh in, in he has no neck yeah but like you could just see it like going up over his weird head <laughs> it just extends yeah. into the empty space between yeah. head and body <laughs> yeah. um yeah susan where can people follow you uh, you can find me on Twitter at Susan Arndt or, as previously mentioned, on Space.com, where I have created an extremely controversial list of the best space movies, and also I write about Star Trek a bunch. There you go. Um, Dave Roberts. Where find me on are Twitter you? at Dave Robots. Uh, Twitch, twitch.tv slash continue podcast. Took a break this week because of GDQ. I like watching the GDQ with the family, uh, but I'll probably be back starting this sunday so i mean you're gonna hear this and go this sunday it's like wait no that was last sunday <laughs> you know how time you works. i'm you coming back baby so yeah uh, i guess i'm back john wick style <laughs> uh you can follow me at a john agnello where in the middle of the night i will just randomly dunk on susan's husband <laughs> for no- oh my god okay just so- slam oh. Oh. I was in bed. I wasn't having it. <laughs> oh my god! You would. He's like your friend is tearing me apart. I'm like, I'm like, which one? <laughs> he's like, well, guess. I'm like, I honestly can't because so many would jump at the chance to do that. I don't. I can't narrow it down. But Russ, don't you fucking tell me when '90s R&B hits came out, sir. Oh, he, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's part of your it's part of your livelihood it's part of my it's part of my whole thing uh, <laughs> anyway we'll see you in two weeks everybody goodbye goodbye bye, bye.